He's been seen on CNBC, the Fox News Channel, and the Fox Business Channel. His articles can be found on MarketWatch, Seeking Alpha, TheStreet.com, and many other places. He's the author of the weekly Best Stocks Now newsletter and the inventor of the Best Stocks Now app. He's president of Gunderson Capital Management. Here is professional money manager, Bill Gunderson. And welcome to the uh, Friday. It is the Friday, February the 2nd. Second live edition of the uh, Best Stocks Now uh, a radio hour. And this is uh, Bill Gunderson, professional money manager. I'm here with Barry Kite, our chartered financial analyst. Depending on which side of the street you're on in the market today, you could be having a bad day or you could be having a really good day. Well, we're on the right side of the street today. We'll get to that in a bit. The right side of the street today is the NASDAQ. The NASDAQ is up 121 points right now uh, to 15,481. The Dow, on the other hand, is down 120 points uh, to 38,399. But don't fret. The Dow hit a new all-time high yesterday. The S&P 500 is up 14 right now. It's at 4,920. I want to say that's an all-time high for the S&P 500. The small caps are down 1.3%. Why? Because you've got a big jump in interest rates today. Why? Because you had a much better than expected jobs report. There will be no rate cuts anytime soon in the market. That's not really new news, but uh, I guess it's... uh, emphasized again here today and the market doesn't like it the gold market gold down twenty dollars and eighty cents the 10-year way up today 13 basis points back up to four percent after getting clear down to 3.86 yesterday so welcome to today's the best stocks now show with professional money manager bill gunderson president of gunderson capital management a nationwide fee-based only Money management firm, and I'm here with Barry Kite, our chartered financial analyst. We're going to need some rest this weekend. It's been a busy week in the market. You've really got, Barry, the heart, the heart of the big tech stocks that have now reported earnings this past week, and we're getting a good feel for where we're at. Of course, there's winners and there's losers. And uh, it's been a big week of earnings. We had a Fed meeting uh, wherein uh, we learned that, you know what, don't be expecting any rate cuts anytime soon. Uh, uh, we had a big drop uh, in, in, in interest rates this week. And then they went right back up to 4% after a, a red-hot jobs report. Yeah, do you think Powell? Uh, you think Powell had an, a look at that jobs report before uh, his press conference on Wednesday? <laughs> More than likely, and uh, you know, look, I mean, it's an election Nancy Pelosi year. Probably did. Uh, you may get a if we get a rate cut, it would be because it's an election year, and every incumbent president uh, pushes the Fed to cut rates before the election. Uh, so, anyways, and I can't wait to talk about some of the winners. We have three of the biggest winners in the market today. Meta is just unbelievable. Meta, so glad I met you. You know, Zuckerberg is probably one of the least popular CEOs out there, but never underestimate the guy. Anytime you have 2.7 billion uh, eyeballs times two, 
uh, looking at Facebook every day, uh, <laughs> you've got some firepower. There's a lot of leeway there to make money uh, off of all of those eyeballs coming to Facebook every day. And his, the earnings on Facebook absolutely blew the numbers out of the water. We'll get to that in a little bit. And the other thing I would say, Barry, is hoka, hoka, hoka. What's that mean? Better than Torah, Torah, Torah. Hoka, hoka, hoka. I love my hoka shoes. I love my hoka stock. I first found Decker's Outdoor in 2011 when it was a $50 stock, uh, and they had a couple of brands back then. They 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 cut their teeth on Ugg boots. Uh, it was a graduate, uh, uh, I think, uh, from UCSB, UC Santa Barbara, Doug Otto, uh, who bought uh, Ugg boots, took... Uh, Decker's public basically on Ugg boots, and they added Teva Sandal. Along the way, they've added a lot of other brands. And now it's Hoka, 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 where you've got a lot of these runners now wearing Hoka shoes to victory in some of the big marathons around the world, putting uh, Nike to shame. Those are absolute blowout earnings today on Decker's Outdoors. So anyways, we got a lot to talk about here uh, today, as we finish up another active, busy week in the market. Yeah, and as you walk around out there, if you're in public, just just look 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 towards the ground, and you'll uh, you'll notice uh, you'll notice a handful of those shoes running around. Yeah, so I noticed on the around. airplane. I was looking at people's feet, <laughs> and I noticed several people wearing Hoka. Uh, men, mostly men, but uh, I wear them. I I love them. Okay, now. Here's here. What a wild week we've had. Okay, let's go back to Wednesday. The Dow was down like 370 uh, because of the Fed. It certainly gets over that very quickly uh, because yesterday it gained everything back that it lost on Wednesday. The Dow was up 369 yesterday. Uh, the Nasdaq, which got whomped on Wednesday, on a couple of weaker than expected. Oh, AMD is sandbagging, I think. On their AI, I think they're probably much ahead of the further ahead of the game than they're letting on. Uh, and the Microsoft's earnings were good, but not good enough. And uh, who was the third one on Wednesday? It was, uh, AMD. Uh, and yeah, AMD, AMD Microsoft. And, uh, uh, it was uh, Google. On. Yeah, Google. Google was kind of the worst report of the week, and they were down five percent on the day. Okay, so the market sells off, and then Powell douses any flames the market had. Uh, with his no rate cuts, you know, just it ain't gonna happen. None in March. Yeah. Not in March. All right. So, uh, you know, the market go, really threw a temper tantrum last hour of the day. We wake up yesterday. There weren't really any earnings reports yesterday, uh, but the market, go figure, it gained back everything that it lost on Wednesday. And, in fact, the Dow hit a new all-time high yesterday. I've never been able to say before in my life that the Dow is at 38,520. That's where it ended yesterday. Now it's down a little bit uh, today. So it we had a major rebound from a Fed-inspired sell-off. And then after the market closed, if that wasn't enough, the earnings started to roll in. And obviously there were three. I wouldn't count Deckers as one that everybody was hanging on. No, they were hanging on Apple, which is a fallen stock as far as I'm concerned. You know, it has fallen from being 
a best stock now. You know, it's hard to keep it up over time. Uh, Apple is just a, a very dull stock that reported very dull earnings that does not have much of a hit uh, with their latest iPhone, and they haven't really done any. I wouldn't be surprised, Barry, to see a little bit of talk of maybe some change at the top at Apple, or at least bring in a little bit of innovation. There just doesn't seem to be any. Well, when they uh, lost their device person, uh, and, Jimmy, uh, Johnny, Johnny yeah, Eves or whatever. Recently, who's been, you know, that's been, you know, the, the device side has been one of the, the big growth areas, at least, you know, it used to be all about the phone. And then, of course, now, you know, we've got watches, we've got uh, AirPods, we've got, you know, uh, what the little, uh, the, the air tags, the little tags you can do for when you, you know, lose stuff and you can uh, track it down. <laughs> Um, so they've added a, you know, added a, 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 you know, a lot of ancillary pieces to that ecosystem, but but not um, enough to go out and spend a thousand dollars, right, for an right. upgrade? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's, uh, you know, they, they've 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 you know, certainly the uh, you know some of the the China news in terms of uh, their their sales uh, slowing or not hitting uh, where they need there. Uh, so they've got, you know, it's one of these times you with a lot of these companies where right, you hit that crossroads moment, right, and you can kind of kind of go either way or just keep going straight and uh, and just, you know, kind of moseying it along. I but wanna, uh, yeah. they're kind of at that crossroad. They are. I want to say we sold Tesla. I, I mean, Apple. We'll get to Tesla next. Apple. Did, when, we sell, when did we sell uh, Apple? Last I year? Say it was to, I want to say it was early December-ish, okay. maybe late uh, November. I'd have to go back. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> towards, the end, towards the end of last year, put it that way. It's not easy to remain a best stock now. The All-Star Game, the Midsummer Classic in baseball, it's not the same players every single year. Oh, there's a lot of them that hang around, but there's always ones that are coming and going. And a couple of them left <coughs> the hallway of uh, best stocks now. I always say uh, uh, fewer, co- uh, many are cold, cold, <coughs> meaning cold from our database, but fewer chosen. And we cold. We called uh, Apple and Tesla recently because they just weren't best stocks now anymore. And Tesla looks terrible. <coughs> Dang it, that is an ugly-looking chart on Tesla. Well, when we come back, there's some beautiful-looking charts today. I can't wait to talk about them. We'll be right back. to the uh, second uh, quarter of today's Best Stocks Now show. Definitely a tale of two tapes. Today, the tape of the NASDAQ showing a 124-point gain for the NASDAQ uh, and the tape of the Dow showing a 135-point loss. And uh, let's see, how is Apple? Apple's a big uh, impact on both the Dow <clears throat> and on the NASDAQ, Apple is down 1.66% right now. 
so the NASDAQ would be up even more were it not for uh, Apple uh, kind of dragging it down a bit. Yeah, okay. Google, I think uh, Google, I think as well. At least last time I checked, I think, I think Google was kind of a, a bit of a bit of a drag as well for uh, for the S and P. Yeah, down and was down about four percent. It's only down about one point seven now. So. Well, I have to reassess my Google now that new numbers that, are out. That twenty-one forward <laughs> PE still looks decent. Yes, it's fairly it looks attractive. Decent, but they haven't had very good earnings recently. Yeah. <clears throat> and I don't know if it's, uh, you know, the ad business that uh, has slowed down a lot. Now, here's your question, Barry. Who did a worse job of predicting, yeah. the, the meta-analyst or the people that predict U.S. jobs growth? <laughs> Apparently, like I've said before, that jobs number must be a tough number to come up with because Man. they are consistently wrong on that one. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's you know, we, I guess we can always be sandbagged by uh, by a company and an analyst can get it wrong because they don't have all the information, but. Man, when it comes to this jobs report, does somebody just pencil that stuff in at the very end? Like, yeah, it's like uh, yeah, just add about one hundred and fifty thousand more jobs just so we can make sure the analysts are wrong again. It'd be like the weatherman predicting thirty-five degrees here in Charleston today. Instead, it's seventy degrees. Oh, I was only off by thirty-five degrees. You know, what's, yeah. who's yeah. counting? Well, okay, three hundred and added three fifty-five. Uh, That's to the double farm payrolls. Yeah, the uh, yeah, the, they were expecting a hundred and seventy thousand. And did you see the revision? Uh, the revision was over a hundred and seventy thousand to the good as well from last uh, from last month. So not only did they get the uh, you know do, do do we get the uh, estimate wrong? Then they also got the counting wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, we needed to recount. We had an extra hundred and something thousand. And I'll tell you who's caught in the middle is the bond market. The bond market right. is just absolutely reeling today, Doesn't like a, like a drunken sailor. Yeah. Uh, it's back to four percent after getting down to three point eight six percent yesterday. Uh, and of course, that's also. I think the Nasdaq would be up a heck of a lot higher than it is. You got kind of two anchors uh, holding it back today. One is interest rates up 13 basis points, and number two is Apple with a less than stellar report. And the wage figure, the wage figure is important on the on the jobs report. That uh, average hourly earnings increased by uh, 0.6 percent, and um, it was 0.3 percent was the consensus estimate, and so. Uh, that's you know that's a that's a you know that's a something in the inflation camp right as uh, wages rise. Uh, the good news is I guess that means uh, you know we should have some folks continue to spend at the same time. So yes, okay. Now I've been waiting with bated breath for Goldman Sachs conviction list for February. <laughs> you, you know what I think about you know look I just somebody has to buy these stocks like Ally Financial. Uh, and Constellation Brands, and Target, and Blue Owl Capital, and Merck, uh, and J.B. Hunt, and Textron, and Chevron, and First Solar, and Apple. Apple's on their conviction list. Wrong again. Cintas. The only two exciting names I see on here are Amazon and NVIDIA. Now, there's a couple of best stocks now. The rest of them are has-beens, wannabes, or never worse. That's just my opinion Take it for what it's worth. Well, it's, that's why they call it a market, okay? We all have our own opinions. Uh, we all have the stocks we like in the market or the sectors we like. We all have our opinions on the overall market. And uh, 
I like to give you who, I mean, look, Goldman Sachs supposedly is Wall Street's best. These are the best. Don't you think they get the best out of the colleges, Barry? I mean, to be a Goldman Sachs analyst or, uh, uh, you know, uh, head of whatever research there, you you have to uh, be pretty well educated, I would say, uh, uh uh, in, in some of the uh, the highest colleges uh, in America. Yeah, but, and, go, and, and just to get the report out, I, I would imagine that it goes through a handful of you know educated eyeballs before it gets to uh, gets to the printing press, right? But I'm just you know I'm just pointing out here's the list, okay? Constellation Brands, a non-growth stock anymore. Target, who's made some major missteps. Ally Financial, Simon Property Group, Merck that hasn't had a, a winner in long time. They do have Vertex. I've got my eye on Vertex because they came up with a non-addictive uh, pain medicine. I think that could be a big right. hit, mm-hmm. and I have that on my watch list. But Chevron's going nowhere. Parker Hannafin's going nowhere. First Solar's going nowhere. Apple's going nowhere. So anyways, there it is for what it's worth. AMD's 3.5 billion AI guidance is sandbagged. You were talking a little bit about this yesterday. Uh, Citigroup says, you know, uh, they finally upped their estimate quite a bit from where it was originally, but uh, the Citigroup still thinks that they're sandbagging. Big now, I don't see Microsoft, I don't see Meta, I don't see Decker's. Uh, I don't see uh, uh, AMD on, on, on Goldman Sachs' a conviction list. Uh, but, you know, everybody has their own opinion. That's why I say you got to go where you want to go to. <laughs> you want to do with whoever you want. You pick, you pick who manages your portfolio, and it may be you <clears throat> managing your portfolio. Okay, so forget the rate cuts in March. Well, we didn't really ever we've, expect them. We've been more in the May and June camp, anyway. I mean, you know, I don't think, uh, I just don't see them. I don't see the need for them to really be in a rush to do it. Uh, no, you know. and he reiterated that on Wednesday, and then of course with today's jobs report, it just adds more uh, proof uh, to uh, the pudding that it ain't going to happen. Okay, Apple's GP, Apple's EPS of two eighteen beats by seven cents. Uh, revenue meets beats by 1.34 billion. All in all, their sales from last year, the same quarter last year, sales, top line sales were up two percent, two percent. How'd they do the quarter before that? Minus one percent. How did they do the quarter before that? Minus one percent. How did they do the quarter before that? Minus. So basically. It's just become their sales growth has come, really to a to a halt, to a standstill. And I understand it's a two point trillion dollar company. How do you keep a company like that growing? Well, Microsoft is doing a heck of a lot better job of it uh, than Apple is. And then as I look at a chart for Apple, it's got a relative strength of sixty six. Okay, now you say, well, Bill, is it entering into value territory? Uh, where it's a big undervalued stock. I show 45.9% upside potential over the next five years. That is very subpar. I want 75, 80% or more. Apple checks in at 45.9%. That says it all. We'll be right back. 
This is Bill Gunderson. Thank you for tuning in to today's Best Stocks Now, Best Inverse Funds Now show. I put several hours of research in during the wee hours of the morning each day to bring you the very best cutting-edge stories that I can. To get two free weeks of my newsletter, go to GundersonCapital.com. To talk to us about our fee-based only money management services, call us at 855-611-BEST. Now, back to the second half of the show. Welcome back here to the uh, second half of today's Best Stocks Now show. Well, let's cross to the other side of the street, uh, Barry. We've talked enough about the the gloomy side of the street where, unfortunately, you know, Apple's on that gloomy side of the street. And uh, so is Tesla. Uh, I've never seen such a string of bad news. And, you know, you look at the chart of Tesla, that's a terrible, terrible chart, horrible chart. It's now $183 per share. We sold it at $226. I'm just saying, $43 ago. I didn't like the way it looked, and I didn't like the news coming out. And uh, Tesla's hitting a new uh, 52-week low, uh, year-to-date low today at 183.10. It's down another uh, 3.1%. All right, let's cross yeah, the you street. You saw it in the chart, and you saw it in the chart first. And, I saw it uh, in, in the, the chart first. Yeah, so. That's where it first shows up, is in the chart most times. Uh, or it shows up, uh, you know, for new buys, uh, it shows up on my A-plus momentum list, or all of a sudden it enters into the top 300 uh, in my proprietary ranking system, bringing my attention to it. Wow, what's going on there? And uh, and likewise, going out, uh, it drops from grace, and the chart starts looking ugly. Uh, the chart helps me pinpoint the health, the health, uh, current health of stock. Okay, Meta. How healthy is Meta? Oh my gosh, how far off were the analysts? Oh, oh. I mean, look, Barry, this is a trillion dollar stock that's up twenty percent today. Normally. These big stock you've heard the saying on Wall Street that, uh, you know, the market is efficient, right? There's no inefficiencies in the <laughs> yeah. market. Well, Efficient market hypothesis. Yes. How do you miss? Okay, Meta is not exactly under the radar. How many analysts follow Meta platforms? <laughs> right. yeah, how, right. many meta, how many people absolutely blew it uh, on this stock? Now, my best stocks now, in fact... Wasn't it just, was it this past week or maybe last week where I went ahead on anybody who did not own the stock uh, that was in our uh, uh, premier growth uh, portfolio? And I even bought it in the in the people that, you know, have smaller Ross and whatnot. And they uh, announced, uh, announced a dividend, so now at, uh, uh, at some point it may be available for uh, That's where <laughs> I was headed oh, next. I got you. Exactly. <laughs> Well, you know, when I saw that Meta paid their first dividend, guess what? It now qualifies for our dividend and growth portfolio. Now, would I buy today? Well, you know, i got to let the dust settle a little bit. Let's just look at before today's big move. Where was Meta? How much upside potential? We just talked about uh uh, Apple having uh, 45% upside potential over the next five years. 
<clears throat> Let's look at meta platforms, okay? Uh, M-E-T-A, i got to go through my uh, stocks here. Meta as a, well, obviously, I, I wouldn't have bought more. This I don't remember when it was. It was either early this week or late last week. Yeah, it was la- last Thursday, actually. I, I filled up the gas tank, right, to the brim. I made sure we had to the brim because it still met my very strict valuation criteria. There it is. And you had some cash to put to work. So you As of yesterday, we weren't wrong. We said it's ranked number 16 out of 5,006. Number 16 with 83.5% upside potential over the next three to five years. And, you know, this is not some exotic formula. It's all you're doing is extrapolating the earnings out over the next five years and putting a multiple on it. And Meta still met all of our strict requirements. Meta blows up today. It's up $82 per share. And it'll it'll probably change after today, but that forward P ratio is sitting at 20. You well, know, which is for a for a tech company, right? Is is we, we joke around yeah. that they always get the, the the company continues to get discounted because because no one likes Zuckerberg. Yes, so, it, uh, it gets a Zuckerberg discount. discount. And I, these days, it's turned. Uh, he has the same problem. Elon Musk has the same problem these days. Uh, they seem to be giving it an Elon Musk discount. Now, here's the number to watch because the earnings estimates for next year are $23.54. How much is that number going to go up uh, when the analysts sharpen their pencils and we'll be revising our target price, obviously? Their earnings were up 203% year over year. That's a triple. They made a $1.76 in earnings last quarter, last year, this time they made $5.33. Their sales were up 25%. So you can see when you put it side by side with Apple, how Meta is still in the sweet spot. Okay, it's still growing by 20. Apple would love to still have 25% sales growth. And now, in their report that they're going to stop, you know, they said they're going to they're going to stop showing, uh, you know, average daily users. And the reason being is, <laughs> I think everyone is using it in some form or fashion. Well, and, how many it used aren't to be an using important it? Number. It used to be an important number, and uh, of course, for you know, talk about uh, you've been referring to the dot com, right? It was all about you know what new subscribers, things of that nature, and of course, in this instance. You know they're uh, they're doing so well that they're like we're gonna we're gonna stop our metrics in terms of uh, average daily use. It almost seems like there's more people that don't use it now. I'm one of the people that doesn't use. Yeah, Facebook. me too. Yeah, I get that, notifications from people that I've known for years, and it's always fun to look at them and to see if I look as bad as they do. You know, over the years, maybe I saw them 20 years ago. I go, wow, that guy is really aged. Yeah, and I wonder my, what they say about me. Oh, yeah, look I at wait, him! He looks I, horrible. I wait for my wife to uh, to to, to you know, <laughs> sift through it all and then show me. Hey, look at this! And I'm like, okay, yes. yeah, thanks. It so is she, interesting. She's my, uh, she's my filter. I can see how if you were retired, 
You know, I, I work full time. You know, I don't have time to be uh, putting up, posting pictures of my grandkids' first words and things you're looking like at that. The be- you're looking at the best stocks now. App, I'm looking the, at stock uh, charts, news coming in and whatnot. <laughs> but, uh, you know, look, family's important and all, and I think it's a wonderful product. But look how off they were. Now, let's go to the next one. I mean, Meta just absolutely crushes estimates. And for a stock that big to be up 20% and to initiate a dividend, okay, why do we and own? And a buyback. They're doing, yeah, I mean, and they're, a buyback. They're doing all kinds of things, right? You know, when you make a lot of money, there's a lot. you have a lot of options available. Uh, the other thing I would say is the reason NVIDIA is in our, uh, in our uh, dividend growth, because they did the same thing. They initiated they a very, very, dividend. very small dividend. They, they sneak in there a little bit. With the, yeah, uh, with but their, someone would say, I'd rather have Philip Morris. They pay a 7% dividend yield. Yeah, but the stock goes down by 7% every year. That's a net, that's a net gain of zero. Okay, Amazon is next up. Amazon is also one of the 19 chosen stocks in our premier growth portfolio. I didn't see them initiate a dividend, uh, so we only own it in our growth portfolio. But they were way off in Amazon. Amazon had 14% earnings growth, uh, and and they made three cents last year's comparable quarter. This time they made a buck. That's uh, that's. A, and they're notoriously for, known for not making. You know, they, they. I think they do all they can not to show any earnings per share. They're still. They're still printing money. They're still yeah. have plenty of free you cash know, flow, but I, they reinvest in it. They, they have all kinds yeah. of weird uh, financial weird engineering. Yeah, it seems to me like they can make the earnings whatever they want them to be because yeah, they're always so reinvesting. Much, back yeah, and they have the so much flexibility in the yeah. in, in now. But the bottom line is their earnings are expected to grow 34% this year and 39% next year. Compare that to Clorox or Kimberly Clark or some of the other, you know, 2-3% growers. Amazon still dominates the world in just about every category. 14% sales growth. Now they can't engineer sales growth, okay? Sales are sales. Revenue is revenue. Now, by the time you get down to the earnings, there's a lot of funny stuff that can. There's a lot go of accounting on. involved, non-cash items. There's a, you know, they can. There's put it this way: there's entire degrees that uh, teach everything below the sales line. <laughs> I would say at some point in time, Amazon's going to catch up with Microsoft and Apple. Uh, it's on the way. I mean, Amazon's only 1.7 trillion. Apple was three and falling. Uh, and Microsoft is three <coughs> and hanging in there. So Amazon's still got plenty of upside potential. Let's see where it's ranked. Well, we're out of time. I want to do one more when we come back. I really want to emphasize this next one because it's under the radar. But we've been on it. I've been on it since 2011 when I featured it in my book, Best Stocks Now. We'll be right back. Go 
And welcome back here to the uh, final segment of today's Best Stocks Now show. We're going to go back to February 15th, 2011, which, oddly enough, is almost uh, uh, 13 years ago today when uh, Decker's Outdoor was a $3.2 billion company, $3.2 billion company. Uh, and it was one of the 50 uh, or so stocks that I featured in my book, Best Stocks Now, back in 2011. I said, the company makes and markets Teva sports sandals and Ugg boots. It's one of the best performing stocks of the decade. Well, how good was the performance back then? It had delivered 52% per year to investors. While the market had been flat during that 10-year period of time. Whether you're a hiker, a walker, or a rafter, or you just like to lounge around the house in your sheepskin boots, Deckers has got you covered. (laughs) The company sells its footwear through 20 retail stores worldwide, independent distributors, and online. Okay, the stock back then was $84.52, and I had a five-year target price of $175. In other words, a double, a little more than 100%. Uh, well, it did that, obviously, and uh, from that $84.52, where is it today? $878.16. I, I, I think there's a lesson there. I think if you want to have really good companies, really good stocks in your portfolio, I think, Barry, you have to begin with really good stocks. Okay, Decker's was a great stock. In its management, okay, this guy, uh, let's see, his name was Doug Otto, uh, who, uh, who at the time, Deckers was started in 1973 by a University of California, Santa Barbara student, Doug Otto. Uh, Deckers went public in 1993 and acquired the UGG Holdings two years later. And, you know, so, look, I mean, over the years, too, they've had several other hits. They're continually uh, inventing. They're continually uh, innovating. And, I mean, once they entered into the running shoe business, which they did with the Hoka, uh, that was another game changer to keep them uh, uh, going. So here's their earnings. Their earnings have come in at $15.11. That's for third that's for 90 days, three months. That means they're, uh, that's a run rate of $60 a year. Now, they're not. They're going to make about $28, $29 uh, per share in earnings, but it's a highly profitable company that's been growing by 24%. Their earnings are up 44% this quarter. Their, their sales are up 16%. It's now a $23 billion company. Uh, and when I wrote about it, it was a 3.2. Now, we've owned it off and on over the years. And uh, I got back into it in a pretty big way when I started hearing about the Hoka uh, running shoes. I'll and, never forget when you added it. I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm like, <clears throat> I'm like, is this, I'm like, is this the pant maker? I was thinking, remember the old Dockers? <clears throat> yeah, Dockers. Show, right? And I'm looking up, I'm like, oh, I know who these people are. <laughs> but yeah, you, you snuck that one past me, and I'm yes. like, man, who are these people? <laughs> But I had known about it for a long time, and I tried to get Doug Otto on my radio show back then. When I wrote my book, I called every CEO and and invited them onto my show. And uh, I think Otto, I might have had Otto. I don't remember. I know I had Tractor Supply on my show. 
which was a big innovation uh, stock back then, believe it or not. They kind of took a niche that uh, that Home Depot and Lowe's didn't quite serve the real hardcore uh, yeah, hobby dollared, farmer, I suppose. Yeah, right? they basically they basically dollar generalized the uh, yeah. you know that uh, hardware store because they would put them in places <clears throat> and where feed and right. They would put them in places where you know uh, you know far away you know places where they didn't have a lot of competition. No, just like yeah. a, no, no different than the model of Dollar General when you're <clears throat> driving through. You know, driving through the countryside, and the only thing you see is maybe one gas station and a Dollar General. Yeah, and Decker's takes on Nike, you know, and Reebok and Adidas and Con- on all these shoes, and-, and comes up with one hit right after another. And uh, you know, I mean, eventually uh, they'll start to slow down. Just like it's companies have uh, life cycles, but for now. Uh, there, I would say they're still in their prime of life and still hitting it. A pretty good sweet spot there. So, anyways, Decker's is up right now, one hundred and three dollars per share. In fact, <coughs> fashion's hard to hard to judge, but I mean, you know, if if, if Lululemon can do it for the extended period of time that they've done it, right? Uh, then yeah. uh, what's to say Decker's can't? Yeah, you know? Um, you know, or for... Elf Beauty in a totally different industry. Right. But you know, I mean, it's better to start with a winning stock. Uh, than one that is way past its prime. That just makes no sense at all. Now, I'm going to give you a reason. I'm going to give you three reasons that you ought to get the newsletter that I put my heart and soul into every Friday and Saturday coming to your inbox. Uh, Well, the three reasons today would be Decker's Outdoor, uh, Meta Platforms, and Amazon. Some are very well-known stocks. Some are under the radar. Uh, best stocks now come in all shapes or sizes, but at the end of the day, it's kind of math. It's more mathematics than anything. Uh, when you're looking for consistent growers, you're looking to the past. That is the momentum side of the equation, the performance side of the equation. A company that has been delivering alpha, or a money manager who's been delivering alpha, is more inclined to continue to deliver alpha than somebody who's never delivered alpha, okay? That's just logic. Now, the second part of the equation is looking forward with valuation. Uh, you know, the, the performance shows us the past and tells us all about what the stock has done in the past. And the valuation helps us know. Now, i got to believe that these companies that reported today, their valuations are going higher. Their earnings estimates are going to be revised higher, for sure, on Meta, big time. For sure on Decker's, big time. For sure on Amazon. And you also want to own companies where their earnings estimates are being revised upwards, not downwards or or just static, okay? Uh, because it's earnings, really, at the end of the day that make a company valuable and growth thereof. So to get two free weeks of the newsletter, go to GundersonCapital.com. GundersonCapital.com. We take a deep dive underneath the surface of the market every single day uh, to try to stay a step or two ahead of the competition out there. GundersonCapital.com. And if you'd like to talk to us about our custom money management, fee-based only, Give us a call at 855-611-BEST, 855-611-BEST. Have a great day. Have a great weekend, everybody.
show is not a solicitation to buy or sell any securities. Bill Gunderson or clients of Gunderson Capital Management may have long or short positions in stocks mentioned during the show. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. Gunderson Capital Management is a fee-based registered investment advisory firm. All accounts are held at Charles Schwab. Schwab is a member of SIPC and FINRA. 